0: Christmas come early here on the Matt Berry Show, ESPN College Football YouTube channel. That is because Paul Feinbaum joining me for some midweek pre-bowl game, post-transfer portal, anything you could want fun uh for us to just just to discuss college football. Paul, how have you been since selection day?
1: Uh really great. Uh, Matt, uh have heard from a few thousand of your closest Florida State friends. I see your name in the mentions quite often, so I don't feel nearly as
0: bad. No, and you think that if we were getting it bad, I mean, Herb Street is getting it pretty, I mean, it's it's been, those, those FSU Twitter streets aren't to be walked alone.
1: Well, listen, uh, they have a legitimate gripe uh, that is now in the hands of the Florida Attorney General and the Senators and the Governors and who knows who else but I, I appreciate their their passion for college football don't you
0: yeah I mean I will say this that is a, a passionate fan base who 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 sees the 13 in our record and they don't want to let it go which I would get if it was Arizona State I would be just as fired up but it you know look end of the day I don't want to call it a consolation prize because it's not the Orange Bowl against Georgia that's going to be a damn good football game by yeah. two really good football teams <laughs> normally in any given year you print that t-shirt and you're like wow this is a really good game and and looking at both rosters, I don't think many have had many opt outs. I mean, I know Johnny Wilson, uh, receiver for Florida State, opted out. I know uh, George had a couple guys going to portal. But all things told, Paul, as we get set for bowl season, we're, we're in line to, for pretty good matchups. And the, the first full slate gets started on Saturday.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, it it mo, mo, listen. It's like anything else in 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 sports or news. I mean, it's a, we only have one time for one story in every cycle. And this has been the what What's really interesting about the Florida State thing, Matt, before we move on, is the amount of people talking about it and stopping folks like us, who have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't mind the, the passion of Florida State fans, but this thing transcended sports. Where I went to a Christmas party Friday night in our neighborhood, and a lady, they're they're from New York. I, I mean, I. I've lived there for 10 years. I think I've spoken to her twice. My wife knows her, so that's how we got invited. I walked in and she goes, oh, Paul, uh, I saw you on Morning Joe Monday talking about the Florida State situation. Uh, and I go, well, thank you. She said, how in the world can you take that opinion? you know, I mean, the, those poor kids got denied. Uh, they were robbed of an opportunity of their lifetime. Uh, I, and I'm like going, I'm a guest at your house. And I wanted to say, could you tell me the name of the Florida state coach or the quarterback who got her there, Matt, there's no chance she would know either one, but she just knows because she was watching MSNBC for whatever reason and happened to see me on there because Scarborough is an Alabama fan and a graduate, as you may or may not know or care. Uh, And they did a segment on it for, uh, and, you know, and, and I mean, I've run into that everywhere I go. people, they just want to fight about it because they, they really feel like this was the bad news bears in little league and somebody stole their trophy and, 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 and ruled them ineligible because uh, they brought Snoopy along to the final game.
0: Yeah. And, and I just so badly, you know, I was on Danny Connell and, and, and Dustin of radio show this morning. And I, I, I just, I, I so badly just want to have a, a con like a, just a good football conversation about it. I, I have been as honest as I can be. They are thirteen and zero. You can't. That is not easy to do in Power Five college football. I believe, and I've said this before, they got hosed. Florida State, based on the resume, got screwed. But it's a it's a four team playoff with five Power Fives. Yeah. And if you want to blame someone, logically, which that's what makes the sport so great, because logic a lot of times doesn't go into it. But if you want to blame someone for this, blame the Pac-12. Well, why, Matt? Why would you blame the Pac-12? Because they've been virtually irrelevant the entire college football playoff era. Save for Oregon once and Washington once, they've been completely irrelevant. So the committee's gotten away with it. The committee's gotten away with four conference champions for pretty much the decade of this four-team playoff. They've had it easy. Well, this is the first time they've had to deal with five qualified Power five champions. And I think that's why we're where we are with the outrage, because now all five power five champions were relevant.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of other reasons for it. And I I I don't want to rehash anything that's already been rehashed, but I think it's it's gotten to a point, though, where even beyond that. And and yeah, I mentioned when we last got together about the alliance and a lot of blowback about. There was a reason they they didn't want to do all that. It didn't know that matters. They didn't do it. Uh, and had they done it, uh, Oregon would be in, Ohio State would be in, obviously Florida State would be in, and, and we, we'd really have an amazing playoff. But that that's that will happen next year. Uh, but what I what I do object to Matt is is the political part of it. I mean I I don't mind the neighbor, uh, you know, because she'll she'll move on to the next lost cause, uh, <laughs> but. The idea that people are, are taking these politicians seriously, and the Florida Attorney General came out the other day, and the first thing she said, "I'm a Gator fan," but now, now Matt, if you're the State Attorney General of Florida, I know you spent some time down there, so it, it's your state, not mine. Why, why would anything be more important than than getting to the truth and? pursuing the law. that is your job. You're, this, you're, the, you're the state's highest ranking law enforcement official and and, and she, she because she's a craven political hack, she lowered it to the, to, the, to the most minute common denominator by bringing fandom into it. I'm a Florida fan, but I have your back uh, meaning that this is completely bogus. I'm probably going to run for governor next time around so i'm trying to get my chips in from the state legislature and after all that is in tallahassee where the state capital is and and, and that bothers me i all the all the other stuff take with a grain of salt i mean the governor earmarking a million dollars for the cause uh i this is why people distrust politicians this is why people uh laugh at at, at, at Washington and your state capital, but, but, but there are, there are legitimate people who really believe that they're going to uh, you know, get, get inside that uh, CFP room and, and get a camera that was rolling. What Like the CFP hasn't already thought about that. By the way, I would love transparency. I know you were too, uh, but we're not going to get it because it's, it's a completely bogus case.
0: No. And, and as far as the transparency, I think, yeah, I mean, we would like to know, and, and I'm not, defending the committee but when they said you know we had to choose and one of the teams was not at full strength and that factored in to me that appeared to be transparent to me that was them telling us why they didn't choose an undefeated florida state team when they said they weren't the same team without the quarterback that that's the why now i know florida state fans disagree with it but to me and then the week before when Bill Hancock said, "Look, most deserving doesn't isn't in our lexicon. Like that's not in our vocabulary." Well, he was basically setting it up for that. And so I get it. They want transparency, but I, I I mean, we've all been in the mock committee. There's no like emails or anything. They sit there, they point and they click, and the committee chairman came out and told us why they left Florida State out. Well, that seems pretty transparent. So I, I don't know. look, I get why they're upset. I would be pissed off if it was my school. I would be pissed, so I get it. But at the but, end, but, but, but
1: Matt, what I do object to though is, is the idea that Alabama didn't do anything, and, and I, or Georgia didn't do anything. I mean, to to me, that's where uh, some of this has been lost. Where uh, you know, Florida State deserved to be in, but Alabama didn't. And and I'm not, I'm not coming from an SEC standpoint. Uh, I think Alabama pretty well punched its ticket. Uh, that Saturday afternoon in, in in Atlanta, but and by the way, no no one needs to cry, uh, don't, you know. Don't cry for Argentina for for Nick Saban and his team. I mean, they they, they they've, they've had some breaks over the years. I mean, they they have twice won a national championship without winning its own division uh, in the SEC. So uh, you know, one I think was in the BCS era, one was in the, the CFP era. So right. they they caught some breaks. Uh, but this year they doesn't matter whether they beat Auburn on a fourth and thirty one or not uh, they still did, and then they did what they had to do.
0: Where do you weigh i there's a story out there, not like printed, but a story developing that I think is worth watching because there's no there's no end game to it yet. There's no finality of like it's over because I find the Jim Harbaugh situation really intriguing at Michigan because we know he's back on the sideline. The suspension was served. He's in the college football player for the third consecutive year. He's got an extension that's out there, allegedly that the university was working on. It hasn't been signed because of a report that says there's going to be, there, he needs to sign something that says he won't flirt with the NFL anymore. Paul, the timing of this is going to be really, really intriguing. Come playoff Jan one. And when the NFL executes their day after the season firings and how much he's going to be involved in that?
1: Well, think about this, Matt. Uh, How many times has some average coach got an extension and the reason is for recruiting? Well, we're, we're sitting here on Thursday, six days before the national signing day. Wouldn't that be the time where you would, uh, you know, do all the bells and whistles and say, we've just signed Jim Harbaugh. And that's not happening uh, because, he clearly and his people clearly don't like what, what they're seeing. And I, I, I don't I don't <laughs> I'm not an NFL insider. You talk to enough of them every every week. But his name is pretty prominent for a couple of jobs. And he's hot. Uh, I mean, Jim Harbaugh is a hot name. I mean, I don't know where Belichick lands in all this. Uh, somebody will, will probably take a flyer on him. Uh, but those are the names. you I mean, I'm not talking about the, the, the cookie cutter uh, Eagles. Coordinator that gets to a Super Bowl, and you don't—you don't even know who they are, but they're getting jobs somewhere. That—that's the way the NFL. But every once in a while, you get an NFL owner who says, "You know what? i I don't want that guy. Uh, I—I want—I want want the big fish." And—and there are a couple of those guys out there. And Harbaugh, uh, I live in uh, Carolina. Uh, Sadly, I'm subjected to the Carolina Panthers uh, every week. Uh, And I mean, you—you literally couldn't pay anyone to go to a game right now. Uh, I mean, Bryce Young, I, I hate to say this because I really admire him and like him very much, but he's almost a punchline in, in this community where you bring Jim Harbaugh in, and that would excite people. They would go, whoa, okay, and, and getting to the playoff helps Harbaugh. So I, I think he's, uh, in spite of everything that that everyone has said, and I've, I've been uh, nipping at that trough as well, Jim Harbaugh is a very hot name in the NFL, and and I, I, I can't believe Harbaugh will ever be hotter. And for a guy that clearly has wanted to go back to the NFL twice now, we've seen this every year. I can't imagine why he wouldn't, uh, as opposed to staying at a place that's putting a bunch of clauses in a contract that he frankly probably doesn't want any part of.
0: I mean, he's beat Ohio State three years in a row. He took San Francisco to a Super Bowl in his time there. And I think that's the difference with Harbaugh. I think the days of the Urban Myers and like a Dabo Sweeney or someone making the leap, those are pretty damaged and that we've we've seen it not work more, than t- more times. We've seen it work. Now, Pete Carroll's different because Pete Carroll started in the NFL, came to college at USC, went back to the NFL, had success, won a Super Bowl. Jim Harbaugh, same thing. Started in college, succeeded in the NFL famously, and then came back to college to where he's kind of one of those guys that until he says, I'm done in the NFL, if you're an NFL owner, you're always going to go kick those tires. He was a legend in Chicago. That job's probably going to come open you know, Jim Harbaugh with the Chicago B- I mean, he's sure. just a guy that's always going to come up.
1: And, and, and that, if, it, I mean, obviously we love college football. That's why we're sitting here talking about it, but college football is headed toward an iceberg. I mean, we all know that we hear it from the, the leaders and, and he doesn't look like the kind of guy that really wants to be dealing with this. Uh, he, he, he's, he's, he said some pretty creative uh, things and, and, and you know, he, he. I think, I think he's genuine when he talks about believing in the player. Uh, he, he's not like a lot of these guys that are trying they, that they mouth that, and then they're trying to protect their their fiefdom. So, uh, I, I think you know, with his brother already very successful, uh, I, I could see him just saying, you know, what, this. I, I'm. You know, people say, well, you know, it, it depends on whether he wins or not. I, I don't really think that's a big deal. Uh, I mean, Michigan getting to the CFP is a big deal, win or lose, and and they're. A slight favorite to win it all. Uh, he, he's ar- he's already he's already beaten the house,
0: right? And and we'll see now the timing of it because it always comes up in the college football calendar. Uh, speaking of calendar, you guys had an SEC schedule reveal show on ESPN. Two hours of of fun and schedule reveals. What did it's the first? I mean, it was a big deal just because Texas and Oklahoma are entering the league next year. What what was your biggest takeaway? From the schedules that we saw coming in next year.
1: Matt, how many monster games Texas has? I mean, it was in a way, I I know part of the idea was to promote Texas and Oklahoma, but I mean it started with the Michigan game early in the season. Uh they they have Oklahoma. I mean, I and any year, Texas, Oklahoma is always gonna really be one of your top five games. Texas, Michigan could be a repeat of the national championship game. And and then you know Texas goes to Arkansas. I was there 2 years ago. Matt, you have no idea how big a game that is to Arkansas. Um Texas Georgia uh in mid October on the same weekend as Formula 1 is in town so is, is Prince Harry going to drop by the <laughs> game uh, and, and hang out with uh hang out with Matthew McConaughey. Um and and then uh, and then, they, and then the, the game against A&M uh that that was remember when when Texas announced it was coming into the league I mean A&M, you know they, they were they, they were not going to have anything to do with it and in return the the report is that they got that game first game in Kyle field I mean I, I mean I was just astonished how many times I, I saw Texas up there where that is the game of the year four or five times uh for a fan base
0: and we and we we like Sark we like what he's building there at Texas and we think it's only a matter of time but Basically, what they're going to learn quickly is that that Alabama game that you went to Tuscaloosa and did last year or this season, Mm -hmm. rather, that was the win of the year. You got to do that the following week and then you got to do it again the next week and then you got to do it again the next week. And you might get an off week with people might thinking, you know, Mississippi State's an off week or South Carolina or what they're in an off week in that league. It, I mean, there is no, uh,
1: and that's that's really why when you when you think about what Kirby Smart did for three seasons, running through the SEC without a loss in the league, uh, until the championship game twi- twice, twice it, is is really remarkable. Because I remember when the, the SEC went to divisions in 1992, Gene Stallings' team was undefeated at Alabama. He said, "This is this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen." I mean, we we, we just went undefeated and in any other year we'd be playing for the national championship and now we got to go play a three-loss florida team that is desperate. Uh, and they almost lost the game. It took a, it took a it took an Antonio Langham interception uh, at the end of the game for a pick six to, to win. I mean and and but there have not been many undefeated SEC teams. Uh Saban has uh, I mean this year he was undefeated in the SEC but that is a rarity.
0: Yeah, it look end of the day when you look at adding both Oklahoma and Texas they did it because it's good for business, but they're gonna look at their schedules and be like, "Oh hell, what did we just do?"
1: Well, no, and, and, and I mean, I, I did, we just talked about one school, but I mean, that opening weekend, you got you know, LSU uh, and and SC in Vegas. I mean, I mean, there, there's an endless number of great games, uh, and there's nowhere to hide. Uh, and you know, Georgia, for all the criticism of them this year, they they didn't play a, a big time team. Uh, They're getting paid back. And and I I thought one of the most remarkable things, uh, Alabama normally plays Mercer the week before the Auburn-Alabama game. This year, they go to Norman, Oklahoma.